Electronic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Sarah Abderazak, a realtor at, with Icon Real Estate, local networking expert, and super mom. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, once again, thank you for being here, Sarah. It's exciting to get reacquainted here in the podcast booth. I can't believe we're already in March. Yeah. You know, it's St. Patrick's Day, too. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to make some soda bread. Okay. That's the plan? Yep. And shepherd's pie. Wow. Now, do you have any kind of like Irish roots or descendants at all? No, no, neither do no. I. At least not that I know of. I um, I'm mostly German and um, British. Really? Oh, well, I'm 13th generation from the Mayflower, so there's just a whole bunch of mixture in there. The British is close, so well, I'm in Holland, I'm yeah. descended Dutch. from Mayflower as well. You are? Yeah. I, I can't remember that. if we've talked about that or not, no. but yes. Yeah, so in my person, we'll, yeah. we'll just one up each other here. <laughs> Has been in like history books, you know, as kids yeah, growing up. Same. And so they're awesome. Could it be the same person? I don't know. That's the question. Mine's um, the Reverend Brewster. Oh, Brewster. Mine is John Alden. Oh, I know that name. And Priscilla Mullins. In, who oh, got and Mullins. Married. Yeah. So it was like one of the first, maybe even one of the first, first weddings married, that happens yeah. there in the New World. As Reverend Brewster probably married them. What? There you go. Isn't that cool? Wow. Okay, so yay St. Patty's Day, but really yay America. Yay America. Yay, yay Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then I'm also from Williamsburg, Virginia. So you mm-hmm. have the whole Jamestown settlement there, 1607. Really yeah. going back to roots. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, didn't know we'd talk about history here on St. Patrick's Day um, with iconic talk, but I'm excited because, you, all right, let's segue this here. So, all the history, you know, how did people communicate back in the day? <laughs> Parchment paper and if, quing, quill and yeah, ink. With no electricity. And here uh-huh. we are in the digital age of technology and people tweet, people yeah. Snapchat, people, people reel and TikTok. DM. They and do the TikToks. They do the TikToks. Yes. <laughs> we are now in a generation that almost are ready to be mocked by the younger generations. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm feeling it. There's the phrase boomer that goes around in a negative tone. Um, I know. You know, like, you know, uh, I, what button am I pushing here on my phone? How do I do this? You know. What is a boomerang? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's not, a boomer is obviously our older generation. I know. I know. Parents. You're but, not a you know, boomer. Are you? You're I'm not an a ex. Yeah. That's what I thought. No, my parents are boomers. Yeah, so therefore, so I, can, I can mock my yep. parent parental <laughs> boomers, you know, of their technology. No, my, my dad is actually tech savvy but i'm sadly in the i mean not sadly i kind of wear it with pride but i am a millennial Mm. except i'm i'm like one of the first years of millennialism okay okay yeah and they they get a bad rap for being technologically savvy yet i don't feel that's me but i but we did grow up with the emergence of facebook like it was brand new when i was in college yeah um, right. And, and then there's the, the whole I generation too. That's like mm-hmm. younger than yes. you, me, yeah, my, all my nieces and nephews and yes. my kids. Yeah. Where it's like they were raised on an iPhone yes. and are being raised on iPhones. Yes. But my generation, albeit we 
don't like being um, advertised to because mm. we grew up with commercials and not being able to fast mm-hmm. forward any of them or mm-hmm. like skip this ad. Yeah. So we hate the salesperson pitch, you know? Yeah. I, well, I hate that too. Um, most people do. Especially, I, I mean, being a salesperson <laughs> and having had other yeah. sales experience in my previous lives and stuff, I hated mm-hmm. being the salesperson. But just that's kind of my introverted nature. I just felt like I was invading on somebody's space that didn't want me there. But that mm-hmm. was my only way of putting food on the table. So mm-hmm. therefore, it, I had to force myself into that world. Yeah. People are now forcing themselves into the social media world. Yeah. Um, it's it's me. I have to force you, myself you in. You have to do it. I have to do it. The yep. digital world. And as generations evolve, you know, the way that people get communicated to changes and so this upcoming i generation they're gonna know okay i like that pancake because i saw it advertised on Uh a tiktok video and i I want you to buy that pancake for me Uh at the store so there is this world that we're changing into and really evolving into Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you have to know how to market on social media I remember the like the newest toys being advertised to us, not only in like catalog when like Caldor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, Toys R Us send out their catalog. Yeah, that was huge. But but also mm-hmm. on the TV commercials is when we yeah. got the advertising to us. But now <laughs> our au pair is uh, a generation younger than I, uh-huh. and she has the most prolific TikTok following. Um, no, sorry, people don't follow her, but she follows like the most random people, yeah. like um, a podiatrist in Chile. Get out and of here. I, I'm not joking. <laughs> and like um, uh, just all sorts of trends. And she knows about things. It's like her encyclopedia. Yeah. She knows about things because she's seen it on TikTok. Sure. And that's what she was like. Oh, well, I can look this up on TikTok. It's no longer a Google. It's like, yeah. no, let me see somebody in live presentation turning into like the news worthy Mm -hmm. instant gratification knowing what's happening in the community and the world around you yeah and we've got to learn how to market in that we've got to learn how to communicate in that if you're not familiar with it we're going to chat with an expert yeah and he has created his own almost consulting business here in town um the company name is wholesome media and jeremy lindenberg is somebody that i got connected with who is helping us at Icon, helping me. I know we had a Zoom chat with mm-hmm. him recently, and it's it's an opportunity where he's going to really, I think, expand our horizons of how we view what social media can do for us, mm-hmm. and hopefully for you, the listeners. At, and basically, if you have something that you want to promote, or just even if you want to have a better way of communicating to you know the world, more than just blogging what's happening in your life. <laughs> or what <laughs> like, you're eating. Or what you're eating. You know, how do we utilize the platforms yeah. that we have? And and to the best of their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And I liked the, the – he can look at the strengths and, and notice the weaknesses as well. And it's it's a, um overall look mm-hmm. of – assessment of mm-hmm. what you're doing already and how you can be better yeah well jeremy is going to educate us yes. so here's the conversation i have with him well i'm here with jeremy lindenberg how are you i'm doing well how are you doing i'm today? awesome i'm so happy to have you here you are going to be our resident expert 
okay. in so many okay. things. But before we get to like your expertise, okay. let's just get to know you. Okay. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. So what is going on, everyone? I'm super excited to be here today. Talk to you a little bit about myself, a little bit about you know marketing and 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 how it could benefit you, and and just um, you know get to get to chat a little bit and have some fun. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit about me. Uh, Mark, I'm Jeremy Lunenberg. Love it. <laughs> I yeah. call myself a social media and community building nerd. Nerd. Um, love it. I, I love you know social media. I eat, breathe, and sleep it. On top of swimming a little bit as well. Okay. I love to okay. swim. Um, I love to hang out with friends. Did you swim in school? I did. Like competitively? I did. Okay. Yeah, I swam all through high school with Sharando in okay. Stephen City. Okay. Um, and then I went to university and swam for three years and graduated a year early. Whoa. Um, and enjoyed it. And now I'm back here into the community where I also coach swimming. Yeah. Um, and I do marketing and, and all that kind of jazz. What was your degree in at school? So I was a double degree in business and marketing. Um, with Sweet. a minor in entrepreneurship. Wow. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I just got my master's degree, um, let's see, in December. It just finished okay. up in marketing from William & Mary. Really? Nice. So. See, I'm from Williamsburg. Oh, okay. It's my hometown. Okay. So, you know, they, um, you've got all the fun things in, time, in Merchant Square and mm-hmm. being able to, you know, walk around Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah, William yeah, Mary's yeah. right in the heart of that. Oh, my gosh. So. My grandma used to take us there all the time. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, see, we have so many things in common, right? (laughs) So business, entrepreneurship, and then you said social media nerd. Mm -hmm. What causes you to be a social media nerd? Why why are you drawn to social media? Yeah, so I can tell you kind of the story, if that's cool. I can unravel the whole story. So basically how it worked is in high school... Um, I was in DECA, so that's uh-huh. a that's a business organization. Um, you know, I, I did it at Sharando, competed at the Apple Blossom Mall here in Winchester nice. a couple of times. Nice. Um, but that's kind of when I found my love or interest in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was marketing generically because there's a wide array of things that you can do with marketing and yeah. events and all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, so I found my love there, and and then uh, once finding that, I was like, I, I kind of like science, I kind of like marketing. Why don't I, you know, try to marry those two together? I'll go to school, you know, for environmental science and sustainability, mm-hmm. but get a minor in marketing because mm-hmm. that's what I like to do. So I went and sat in on a sustainability course huh. um, at my university, and it was. God awful boring. <laughs> what is what I don't even know what that word would mean. Well, it was in their like environmental science department, like hydroponic systems, sustainability, okay. growth, you know, with organic plants and like all this stuff. Wow. Okay. That's so above my anyway, head yeah, way yeah. over way over the yeah. head. But um I went and I found out that I did not like that. That's not what I wanted to do. And my love was actually marketing. Hmm. Um so I went to university, studied that. Um, then came back here to Winchester, where I'm in a current position at the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. Cool. Um, as their social media and digital marketing specialist. Uh-huh. Um, and then I also run, you know, Wholesome Media, which is an organic social yeah. media marketing business. Yeah. But that kind of love of social media marketing really started my senior year in university. Okay. When I was in a national business organization. And, um, you know, I participated in several different events and I was an elected board member for the state of West Virginia to represent them at national competitions where you had to have a social media presence in order to speak to these people at the right. national level. Right, right. And it was a little intimidating, Mark, in the yeah. beginning. How to, many people were there? 
Um, well, at the conference, there was about a thousand, um, and yeah. I had to speak in front of them, which was cool. That's not what intimidated me, but <laughs> the step into social is an interesting journey because I got bullied and stuff when I was in elementary school, uh-huh. um, different avenues, which is an entire different discussion, but it made me like insecure when it came to portraying myself on social media. Huh. Um, and, and so what was your first social media platform that you Twitter that you put on? So you, your very first one was Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that is my like love. I love that place. That's where I hang out. Okay. That's where, you know, I have a lot of connections there in the, in the social industry, but that's kind of where it all started. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, college into the position I'm in now. Mm-hmm. And then once I got the position at the museum, I was like, I need to, you know, build my connections, get really immersed in learning more social media because yeah. it's changing right. all the time right. sure. <laughs> and marketing and all of this stuff. So sure. I just started to really put myself out there. So give us just a quick rundown for all of those people out there that don't really know what are all the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Just off the top of your head, give us the list. Give us, give us a rundown of where okay. can you post things and even define social. I mean, let's, let's define it. Like, okay. You know, define social media and then what are the like places that you can put things out mm-hmm. there? Well, I, my definition of social media is, is a place where you can connect with people digitally. Okay. Um, specifically you can do it in quick formats. You can do it in longer form mm-hmm. formats. Um, you know, you can do it through video, whatever. And the ways that you can do that are through the different social media platforms, Facebook, yep. Instagram, Twitter, yep. LinkedIn. Yep. Um, let's see, uh, TikTok, that's yep. popping off right now. Yep. Uh, YouTube, that's considered a social media platform as well. Yep. Reddit. Yep. Um, Snapchat. Yep, Snapchat. Okay. I, I always forget that one because yep. I don't use that one often. Yeah, um, I'm just- rolling with it that's a lot that's plenty oh yeah those those are all things where people are just putting out digital information Mm -hmm. about themselves Mm -hmm. so i what here's what i'm curious to learn there's a kind of a turn that has taken over the last several years where basically in my opinion tell me if i'm wrong social media was really created just to put information about yourself out there personal stuff how to an extent to an yeah. extent but yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a business component to right, it right right but it's it's kind of given to the public as like here just use this send pictures about yourself mm-hmm. tell us what's going on in your life right mm-hmm. there is this personal component of it mm-hmm. where do you see the lines of personal versus business mm-hmm. like just kind of blogging about yourself versus a company actually like Mm -hmm. intentionally trying to market themselves Mm -hmm. like that it seems like there's blurred lines there yeah absolutely well it's actually a shift in the marketing industry in general Mm -hmm. to how things have shifted within the last five to ten years you know i would even say probably somewhere around 15 in the sense that you know back then 15 years ago they were very separated mm-hmm. in terms of this is your personal life and this is your business life or mm-hmm. this is your personal brand and this mm-hmm. is your business brand. Mm-hmm. That has quickly changed mm-hmm. because people don't want just to connect with a brand. They right. want to connect with people. Yeah. And, and as you know, in real estate, it's kind of the same way. Yeah. People connect with people, people buy from people. And so I don't think there so much is a change in social okay. as there's a change in marketing. Okay. 
um, that has really happened within the past couple of years. Or big organizations, big companies that, that don't mm-hmm. have the personal connection are realizing right. they can grab a personal connection mm-hmm. by going on social media. Right, right. Well, even at the small level too, I mean, small businesses, it's the same thing though, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, you think that you've got, I like to call mom and pop shops, you know, you've got this mom and pop that, that does, you know, X, Y, and Z, but don't have any social media presence. Mm-hmm. Well, They've got, you know, this amazing community that comes in every Saturday to, to eat with them or whatever. They're, that's their community. They're building those connections. But if you're, a, if you're a bigger brand and you're not really engaging with, you know, your small community that can then use word of mouth or yeah. their social platforms yeah. to then go and spread it, that's, that's kind of a big issue. Yeah. So. yeah. so expand a little bit about yourself. I kind of paused your story there. So you, oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> you, you really grew into it kind of your senior year of, mm-hmm. of university. Mm-hmm. Now you're marketing and you're with the Museum of Shenandoah Valley and you have mm-hmm. your own consulting firm. Mm-hmm. What, what about the, I guess the explosion of social media has gravitated you uh, mm-hmm. because there's, there's a component where like you love it. You, you call yourself a nerd, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what, what have you learned over the course of time, over the course of these couple of years mm-hmm. where you're seeing, okay, this is like how I think I can help other people. Mm-hmm. Like where, where did you make that jump of just taking it personally to saying, yes, I want to like actually help others in this social media world. Well, that's kind of interesting because my love for for helping others didn't come from social media. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just something that I loved to do as I grew up in swimming, and I found that I loved swimming. So then I wanted to give back to the community that poured so much into me as an athlete. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm like coaching, and that's where kind of the giving back and helping businesses kind of started. Yeah. And that's why Wholesome started. Yeah. You know, Wholesome Media because yeah. we wanted to give back to the people that put so much into us as you know young adults. In terms of social media and why I, I like love it or yeah. how I think I can use it is I love connecting with people. I love having conversations. I love sitting down and having coffee. Yep. And that to me is super important. Yeah. Um, and I saw kind of the social media space leaning that way yeah. there for the last, you know, four to five years. And I was like, I need to get into this. Yeah. Like this, this is something that, that I love. This is something that I care a lot about. This is something that, um, I think I can be an expert in and help guide that journey. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of why I was like, let's do social and let's, you know, go after it. Cool. So what, what's the tip of the day? You mm-hmm. know, and we're not going to give away all of your secrets here, but I want to hear <laughs> If if educate our listeners, mm-hmm. you know we have some we've had some people on our show before that are small business owners here okay. that um, do some are in social media and some say they can learn. So mm-hmm. even our our people, our guests, mm-hmm. are, can educate, can learn from your knowledge here. Right, so right. especially for our small community, what what first steps can people or businesses take mm-hmm. to jump into the social media platform to? grow their business? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the first thing that they can do is realize that some of us are in the same boat. You know, it's ever changing. We're always learning. Mm -hmm. Um, You're never going to know everything in social media as a person that's been in it for five plus years. I I still don't know everything. So my first tip would be to to not get, um, you know, whether it's freaked out or overwhelmed or or whatever, when it comes to social media, you you really just got to take the step and, and dive into it. Yeah. And so that's my first tip. Yep. My second tip is as soon as you dive into it, start thinking about how you can build your digital community. 
Um, that may be the people that you interact with every single day, mm -hmm. which then follow you on social media, or that may be people that are 50, you know, hundred miles away, even across the world. Yeah. Um, so those would be my two top tips. Yeah. I love it. And then on top of that, you had given me some advice recently that I wanted to have you share with our audience mm -hmm. when it comes to social media, you just rattled off about seven or eight different platforms, mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, mm -hmm. YouTube, they all have a little different audience type. Right. And so walk us through the levels of who you see on these platforms mm -hmm. receiving the information. Mm -hmm. Who are the audiences of the platforms and how does that shape what you do with your social media posts? Mm -hmm. Well, that's really interesting because audience segmentation is going to differ depending on the type of business. But I can talk from the broad perspective of, you know, generically, these are kind of what yeah. we're seeing industry wide. Yeah. So I just like to clarify that your audience may be different on each of those platforms, uh -huh. but generically, this is kind of what we're seeing. So Facebook, uh, again, you're seeing that kind of middle-aged and older demographic. Mm -hmm. um, those people that have families, moms, um, and then, you know, your grandmas, grandpas, that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, however, there is a little shift in that with, um, in terms of like Facebook groups and building your community and, mm. and, and this whole meta that, mm -hmm. that is coming up because, mm -hmm. you know, that's like hip and trendy and, and, you know, video and virtual reality is this thing that a lot of millennials and Gen Z are super interested in. Yep. And so... While that may be, you know, the, the, the majority audience right now in terms of older individuals, middle-aged individuals, there is a little shift in rising of that millennial, millennial Gen Z and age group. Probably that's the, the meta, the reason why Facebook is shifting their brand right. to, Absolutely. To, to keep staying relevant. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then Instagram is primarily, um, you know, middle-aged and younger. I, I would give the age range probably like... Um, you know, 18 to like 30 year olds, mm -hmm. primarily women mm. um, are on hanging out on that platform. Now, uh, again, depending on where you're at and what you're looking at, that may yeah. change a little bit. Yeah. Um, Twitter is, is like everyone, mm. uh, to be honest with you, there, there's such a wide range of people because you got politics, you've got trending, you got yep. all these things going on. And then LinkedIn, I, I would say is probably 50 50 with men and women. And then it skews a little bit older. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at like 40 plus. Now, again, that's a platform that's super interesting and is changing big time. Mm. Um, with, you know, individuals posting content or getting involved in, you know, business pages came out a couple of years ago, yeah. um, where you can start building that. So that's kind of the the brief overview of the four. Yeah, ones. it's it's just fascinating to see social media evolve because it, in my mind it's still a new thing, mm -hmm. but things have phased out right over right. time. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember MySpace was one of the first oh, things gosh, out there, yes. and 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 <laughs> even before your time, Jeremy. But yes, you know, and that just, it fizzled out. It yeah, never yeah, yeah. really landed. It then turned into more to like a music kind of thing that then even fizzled out. Mm -hmm. Facebook was starting to fade, mm -hmm. and I think they're retooling it, rebranding right. it to kind of fit that. Instagram, maybe, what are they going to do? You know, right, as, as right. it starts to trend down. Yeah. But from a marketing standpoint, let's just think. So you say dive in and just get started. I mm -hmm. think being consistent mm -hmm. is something that's out there. Oh yeah. What's the? Just give us one quick tip on the kind of posts that you can do because. Mm -hmm. Some can be stagnant with just right. text. Right. Some can have pictures. Some mm -hmm. can have videos. Right. What other things, you know, what's kind of a relevant 
way to post. Mm -hmm. So uh, doing video is super hip right now. People are loving that. Um, The you know, I, I think I read a report from, um, I think it was like Hootsuite or something, um, which is a scheduling platform, which mm-hmm. is pretty well known within the industry that, um, you know, video content is like on a huge uprise and is going to stay there for quite some time. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys notice, but you get on social media and a lot of the platforms are video related. Right. Um, you know, so, so there's a big thing there. Um, GIFs, or GIFs, yeah. some people call them. What's the, what's the official term? Um, I call it a GIF, but okay. then some of my friends in the UK call it GIFs, so <laughs> whatever. Um, but those are super hip, and like on, especially like on Twitter and stuff, even if you make personal ones, uh-huh. and that's that's a tip that I could give to the audiences. You know, if you're on Twitter, or you know, even Facebook, can you can incorporate them into some of your content. Right. If you do personal GIFs, people love that stuff. You know, it's moving, it catches their eyes, they're scrolling, yep. and it engages you as and the person in the back business. Back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, yeah. So and, those, they're, and they're funny. Right, right, right. Well, and so <laughs> that brings me to my next point yeah. is an, another way to kind of incorporate content is memes. Uh-huh. And again, you want to be a little careful there because some of them, you know, can be a little out there. But so define that for our audience. Well, it's a I, meme. A meme is like a funny image or graphic that has been created based off of, you know, a skit or a movie or Mm -hmm. or a professional or something like that. Um, And and I've seen a lot of, you know, businesses, you know, Coca-Cola, Oreo, a lot of these bigger companies use them and and replicate basically an in-scene office. Yes. of what the meme is showing and and people love that stuff. So <laughs> it's just goofy things and you got to put yourself out there sometimes yeah. and it, it may feel uncomfortable, but you see these bigger organizations and even some small, I've yeah. seen museums do it and they like pop off with it. So um, those are a couple of forms that I think would be cool. Love it. Awesome. Well, what kind of services do you provide? So you've captured our attention now. Mm-hmm. You are the social media nerd, self-proclaimed. <laughs> so, you know, what services, what does Wholesome Media provide that yeah. our audience can grab onto and, and mm-hmm. have you help them out? Yeah. So we run an organic social media business. Mm-hmm. So what that means is, you know, we can provide um, management services to you say you just don't have enough time to manage your social media platforms we can take that on and kind of manage that for you if you need help you know creating content we can help you with that um, if and then if you need help kind of coming up with a strategy you're not really sure how to utilize social media you yeah. know how to use it yeah. but um, you know you don't know how to create that content to best suit your audience and analyze that audience and those kind of avenues you know we do that as well so awesome yeah. Well, where can they find you? Because I mean, that's that's important too. You're you're local. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it, that's what iconic talk is all about. You mm-hmm. know, helping support the local people. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, I love Shirando that. grad love and that. here in town. So, where do they find you? So they can find us at wholesomemedia.com and then also at underscore wholesome media on all of our social media channels. Got it. Awesome. Love it. Well, before I let you go, we have five iconic questions that we oh, ask goodness. all of our guests oh, gosh make okay. you feel like you're in the hot seat but okay, you know, okay. from being from around town here i'm i'm pretty confident that you'll be able to figure these out They're so if i don't know questions. the answer do you get to laugh at me and everybody else gets to laugh at me too <laughs> <laughs> maybe but you know what there's there's actually there's no wrong answers oh okay, so, okay yeah. cool here we go question number one mm-hmm. um what um is your favorite local restaurant uh, favorite local restaurant as of right now is a tie between Thai Winchester and Fifty Fifty Town. Yes, I love it. I love both. Two of diverse them. kind of um, yes. restaurants, both downtown. Love mm-hmm. it. 
What is question number two? What is something you love about your neighborhood where you live? Um, I, I think the thing that I love the most about where we live is it's very community oriented. We're mm. super close to, you know, the high school. There's lots of walking trails, lots of people around. Yeah. And, and I love that because yeah. I so, love people. So downtown? No, you, I live in Stephen City. You're still in Stephen City. Yeah. Those trails down there. Yep. Sharanda Park. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Love it. Yeah. You know, it, that's an easy answer. Everybody. I mean, that's just the cool thing about Winchester. Mm-hmm. I love it. So third question. Why? Here's... Here. Segway. <laughs> Why is Winchester a great place to live? So this is interesting because originally I think I would have said because I have friends here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. since that's since changed, I think Winchester is an awesome place because it's continuously growing. Yeah. Um, there's lots of growth on Old Town Winchester. There's lots of growth, um, you know, with organizations and businesses around here. And, mm-hmm. and I love that as a business person myself that mm-hmm. we can continue pouring in to this amazing community. So that's yeah. why I love that's Winchester. Neat. I like I like that too mm-hmm. um, because it is a small town vibe, but it's still growing. Absolutely. Love it. Mm-hmm. So question number four, where do you meet or even spend time with new friends in Winchester? Um, two places. So the espresso bar downtown on the walking mall. Yeah. I am a coffee lover. Okay. So I spend a lot of time there. Hopscotch coffee roasters. Yep. Um, I spend a lot of time there and then Pizzoco pizza. Um, I heard they are going to be getting some national reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember where I saw that, but hmm, we'll have to keep our eyes out for Their that. Their pizza is phenomenal. Definitely yes. make sure you... So getting up there in not just the region, but mm. the state and the country. Oh, Pretty that's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's so dope. Last question. And um, so I didn't even ask, are you from Winchester? I am. Born so and raised, you baby. You are a town. <laughs> so this might be a tough one because you've been around for so long, but okay. what is one of Winchester's hidden gems? What is hiding in Winchester that people should know about? Oh, this is interesting. Um, oh, I've got one. So okay. Abby and I, my wife, we love to hike. Yeah. Um, we love to be outside. And this is technically in Winchester-ish area. Sure. It's up on the mountain. Sure. But it's like literally right on the border. It's called Eagle Rock. It's yeah. It's a hike. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Is, and I, I mean, super feel like that it's is hidden. kind of uh, partly Frederick County and goes mm-hmm. a little bit into West Virginia, right? Well, as you're hiking the trail, it splits like yeah. right in half. Like half of it is Frederick County, half of it is uh, West Virginia. It's amazing views. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's stunning up there. Easy. I, I tried to go there one time and got lost. Oh, really? <laughs> taking, <laughs> G, taking GPS oh, gosh. <laughs> down a couple wrong roads. I thought we might get shot, but we came yeah. back and turned around. And <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, it is we a little weird of a drive, but, but yeah. <laughs> We eventually um, found it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super cool. Definitely yeah. encourage people to go check it out. Don't be me when you go to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us once again, how can they find you? Um, they can find us at wholesomemedia.com and then again at underscore wholesome media on all of our socials. Awesome. Love it. Thank you, Jeremy. No, you're, thank you're you. You're the man. Excited to have you here. Thanks for all the tips. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yep. Well, thanks so much, Jeremy. That was amazing. He is a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I love getting into the weeds of things that I don't know about, you know, so. It, well, or hiring somebody to do that. Well, yes, right. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's partly how we did get connected with him. Yeah. To kind of branch out, you know, in our own little real estate bubbles and worlds and use somebody that knows more than us. You know? Right. And that's the benefit, I think, of having a consultant, mm-hmm. having somebody being able to tell coach. you and coach you. Yeah. And you know all about coaches. Yep. So, I mean, the one thing that really uh, I learned is... Just, and okay, I knew it, but just 
the emphasis of the different platforms of social media mm-hmm. and, and what they each do different audiences yeah right yeah. i mean that to me was kind of a light bulb moment mm-hmm. when when i was able to chat with him and just see and hear okay that is true facebook is a little bit older right yeah i mean the mm-hmm. boomers mm-hmm. they're on facebook yeah they want to <laughs> stay connected with their families and yep. their their grandkids but they use that platform. It's also still, I think, the place where events happen, though. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then Instagram is obviously the the has is beyond the emerging platform yeah. Yeah. that's out there. So, how does a company, how does a business, how do we as real estate agents um, utilize that next platform? Reels. Yeah. And then, <laughs> what are the platforms that are coming, are coming. Up in behind that? Yeah. I, um, I'm very, very proud of myself. I, I posted a reel. I've done two in the last week. Sweet. And I'm good for you. I don't like them. I don't get them, but I have to. Yeah. It's, I'm not afraid of the video. I'm not afraid of being on camera. It's just the editing and the overlays of the music or the, um, dubbing. Mm -hmm. It's just a kind of weird concept to me in musical theater that I would be not using my own voice and using somebody else's. I don't know. Yeah. And, but it's working. It's working and it's interesting to people. So I guess I'll go with it. Yeah. Um, and it's just another added tool in your tool belt for branding. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Jeremy knows how to help with that. Exactly. Like, Beyond yeah, our scope. So it. thanks so much, Jeremy. Well, let's let's turn our attention to just a quick real estate market update. Mm-hmm. So we haven't really had a segment like this, but I'd love to at least give a little something about what's going knowledge on Knowledge of lives. what's happening in our lives. Yeah. So Sarah, give us the latest and greatest kind of thing that you think we should know. Oh, goodness. Um, it is starting, like you said, we were just chatting. It's starting to really explode. This weekend yep. was a flurry of activity. I know for a lot of agents in our office and myself included yep. um, that there's there's estate sales going on. There are There's more inventory coming on. I've seen even with land, like big parcels of land, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, and there's activity for listing. Thank goodness we're getting a little bit of inventory. We're getting more inventory, yeah. um, from all price points. Yeah. 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 And so that's right. You have a really nice one coming up. On, yep. I've got a couple coming up. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's up, it's ready. I mean, we've had showings, it's happening, you know, so in the 700 plus range, yeah. another one coming up in the 300 plus range, another one that's even smaller than that in the 200 mm-hmm. plus range. So mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's great. just me. Yeah. And so, and, and I have an as is next week. And then yep. by April 1st, I'll have, um, an in-ground pool, like, mid mid fours yeah one so in steven city it's gonna be love it good stuff so yeah it's starting to explode and i think we hit we hit a little bit earlier than maybe most because we have the um apple blossom festival and people are really in the spring mindset by that point and we do it a little earlier in march and april um also there's multiple offers still happening and and that's great but um i think i i ran into this earlier the in the week or month but VA buyers are are having a hard time right now, as well as FHA buyers, because they're going up against conventional loans that are putting larger chunks of money down. So you're talking about a VA loan, yeah. an FHA loan, the varieties of different options out there. Yeah. Sellers have choices because they have multiple offers and they're looking not just at the price, they're looking at the kind the type of, loan. of loan. Yep. Yeah. And typically a VA loan is 100% financing and... For whatever reason, I think back in the day, they used to be a little bit trickier or maybe it's the boomer generation that don't don't know as much about mm-hmm. them. Boomers. <laughs> but, we'll make that a new segment. Yeah, boomers. Bo- boomer segment. Yeah. Um, 
they still are wonderful products to use and uh, why not take advantage of 100% sure. financing at these low interest rates it doesn't mean that they don't have money and it doesn't mean that it's going to be a strenuous process it's going to take a, exactly the same amount of time for a VA or FHA loan to close mm-hmm. than a conventional loan There's so if you were really... ranking loans as a, as a realtor yeah. talking to a seller how would you, I mean let's just say equal, equal price so yeah. then rank the kind of loans that you would then suggest and priorities. I am biased though, and, and that's that's my trick. My slant is towards a VA loan because I'm a military spouse. Uh-huh. And I've used the VA loan and it was a great benefit to us. So I don't, I mean, my heart is there. My heart is with the VA loan. However, as a realtor, I know conventional loans don't have as, uh, as they're not backed by the government. Right. They're a different, they're a secondary market. Right. So, but you know what? As a seller, though, all you care about is getting to closing and collecting your money. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter about the long term implications of the loan, what the buyer may or may not get into down the road. All you care about is in 30 or 45 days, whatever you've got in your contract, will I collect my money? Correct. And, and so that's the only evaluation of the loan that a seller should really get into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are rankings. I'm, as, I, like, as I'd rate them, I'd say it's a conventional. Um, a VA and then an FHA. Sure. Um, and then USDA, which is still out there too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I, I agree. I think that makes sense. But I wouldn't... But I'm biased. Yeah, but I wouldn't really... <laughs> I'm with you. I would not discount a VA loan Yeah. just on sheer, uh, just pre-qual letter's sake. You know, right. I would just, I would look at it and look at other factors and see where the buyer really is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting to know. Hot market, spring is here. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is here. Make the best offer the first time. And trust your realtor when, it talk, <laughs> when you're talking about kind of loans. Yay. Good. Well, all right. Let's move on to quickly local events coming up. So today's St. Patrick's Day. Is there anything locally, Sarah, that we can look forward to for that? Yeah. So there's a traditional Irish dinner at the Wayside Inn. And um, I guess... I've actually been to that. Yeah. Like years and years ago. Like a bunch of us friends just said, hey, let's just go out there. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't really particularly like traditional Irish food because it's really thick and heavy. And oh my gosh, I love it. the mashed potatoes and <laughs> the pot roast Lamb. or whatever it is. Yeah, and all. Pot roast. But um, it was really good. Yeah. So check it out because chances are, I- I'm not sure by now, by today, there if there's still reservations available, mm-hmm. first come, first serve. Sure. So. Um, moving forward in the the month and actually april there's a battle of the bartenders oh. on april 9th and at west oaks farm um at night five to eight um that's gonna be kind of cool they'll be slinging everything for drinks and i think there are taste testers there's a panel oh um, neat. yeah yeah so just kind of making the best drink like yes. who's <laughs> yeah and I, yep. they're all local bartenders uh-huh. so um cool anyway support your local bartender yeah, yeah. um you had mentioned the Brightbox concert with um, Joey. Yeah. You know, I don't know this guy, but here's the thing. Brightbox is a really cool location. And if you've never been, check out their concerts yeah. because who they bring in are actually really good names of people that like are, are not familiar names, but they're good musicians. Sure. And it's a fun night. So in the middle of a week, if you're looking for something to do. Yep. Go and to the Brightbox Theater. Right. And you can grab dinner somewhere close and then just walk there. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy coming up is Joey Harkum with Mike Pinto. I've never heard of him, but you know what? They're coming up around the corner and Why not give to go them check a try? them out. Sure. All right. 
Uh, what else is happening? Anything else? There's, I, we spoke about this earlier, but there's a mac and cheese wine pairing. Oh, that's um, right. And my link isn't for I forgot about that. That's going to be at James Charles Winery, one of our more famous wineries in town. Mm-hmm. Even though they're very new, there's only a couple of them, but I love going there. And it's a cool location, cool setting. I mean, yeah. who doesn't like mac and cheese? So. And maybe it'll be, well, warm enough to be outside. I, hope so. I don't know. They have heat right? lamps, but it's March 19th, 2 to 5. And uh, you can you can eat to your heart's content yeah. there. Yeah, I, oh, I think Nikki yummy. sound really excited about that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So shout out to you, Nikki. Thanks for t- reminding us about that. I think the weather's going to be good. You know, I mean, it's going to warm up a little bit. Yeah, this week is supposed to be yeah. higher than... Even tomorrow. Well, maybe even like something like 70. So. Yeah. <sighs> can't wait looking forward to it me too yeah every well, chirping bird and all the flowers and love I want it. it yes well thanks so much for listening today and joining us on this episode of iconic talk we hope you learned something i know i did from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week remember when you're looking for a real estate professional make sure they're experienced innovative personal dedicated and available we appreciate spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, why don't you take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends? Yes, get it out there. Share the world. All right. Well, until next time, think iconic. Bye.